Welcome back to the Silent Plus Podcast. My name is Josh Watford, and we got two special guests. Uh, not guests. Y'all are co-hosts. We're all co-hosts. Who's the host of this thing? You are. You're the voice of this thing, man. You're, I mean, you're the introductory uh, guy. I don't know about that. You know, I was jealous of that at first when we got started. Why? I was thinking, why is Josh doing that? I should be doing that, but no, I'm kind of glad you do it. Actually. No, because I'm interviewing you. Yeah, no. We're in this together. I may be the host, but you're the interviewee. And Casey has just unwittingly gotten drug into all this. Yep, she's Because she's the producer, and she does all the other things. You talk things. about getting drug in. I have no idea when these are going on until two minutes beforehand. About, we don't either. Which is a couple of minutes after we know they're going on. So, yeah. anyway. Enough background there. We're so, continuing doxology. That's right. Uh, I know everyone has been on pins and needles waiting for the next <laughs> podcast to come out, and it is finally coming out. Uh, we are continuing in the doxology uh, that uh, sermon series that you finished back in six months ago. April. <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. So, so we're a little behind, but that's okay. But well, good theology yeah. leads to doxology. I, that, I, yeah, that's good. Was one thing I preached to myself in that, and it was a great aha moment for me. Yeah, other recaps that we want to look at. Oh, my goodness. All right, that was an unanticipated curveball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. It's all right, but that's okay. I don't know. Trying to remember way back when. Yeah. It's kind of tough. Now, just the whole, uh, for me, just being more aware of, you know, the command to praise. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that again with this third phrase out of the doxology today, that there is a command to praise. And not just for us, but for all creation, as we talked in the last segment. And then today, talking about those heavenly hosts. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Casey? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll say this. I'll say this. Say I, I went to, it was a few weeks ago now, went to my parent-in-law's church, and they sang the doxology as well. But they have uh, more contemporary uh, instruments mm-hmm. that they'll use. And it just... When you don't hear the, you know, and, and you know to stand back up, right? right, and it, you know, right. There's just something that's missing whenever you're just kind of. It's a nice soft G chord. Right, right yeah. I'm mellow. Like, I'm like, no, that's not it. Like, there needs to be this grand, epic, uh, just blast of air in your face from the organ to, to make you uh, just belt it out. I, I just love that about it. And ever since going through this series, uh, those words, you, know, you just kind of pause at those words, yeah. you know, and and real realize the the pregnant meaning behind all of those uh, that you're singing. I but, remember doing the doxology all the time in the church I grew up in, and then okay. when our church split, we didn't do it for 15 years. Wow! So coming back here brought up childhood memories. Yeah. Good ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to be sure. Yeah, I, I remembered every word, um, but it was I think I was eight when our church split. So yeah. Yeah. It, we did it every Sunday, and coming here it brought back what well, we did in my childhood. That's great. That's yeah. good. Well, I think it's a good practice, and we'll continue to do it. I think so. I and, think it's good biblical stuff. And with that, let's just let's move along in this. All right. So we talked about praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, above ye heavenly hosts. Okay. It, it's one thing to sing it. It's another thing to just say it, right? right. Uh, so we're talking about praising Him, ye heavenly hosts. John, just give us a breakdown. What are we talking about when we say heavenly hosts? Well, we could be talking about an extension of the created order here. Okay. With the hosts of heaven being 
the stars, the things in the universe, that sort of right. thing. I think there certainly is case that can be made for that. So meaning when you say heaven, you're not meaning the spiritual realm. You're just meaning space. Yeah. Outer space. I think we've got a whole other conversation to have about just what does heaven mean. Right, right, right. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But I think more importantly, this is a call to worship, a command to worship that is being offered to uh the, the angelic beings, those who surround the throne of God, those yeah. who do his bidding. Uh, Psalm 148, which you've got open there, is one of those places that, that echoes this. Psalm 103 is another place that the heavenly hosts are called upon uh, to pray. And an interesting term, that word host, we think hospitality, probably. Mm-hmm. I think of sports host. Okay, the hosting, the hosting casters. Yeah. That's yeah. that's interesting. Okay, that's great, but it's a military term. Yeah, these are the the armies of God is who uh, is being called upon here. So interesting. Maybe it's a, a war chant that's here. I don't know. It's yeah. Interesting. I yeah, it, 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 I, I like the translations. I don't off the top of my head. I don't remember which ones do it, but there are some English translations that translate that Hebrew term as the Lord of Armies Armies. and not just the Lord of Hosts because most of the ones that you'll read will say Lord of Hosts but yeah I'm glad you brought that up that that is a militaristic term but well give us a dose of Psalm 148 yeah Psalm 148 uh, praise the Lord praise the Lord from the heavens praise him in the heights praise him all his angels praise him all his hosts and then it goes to this praise him sun and moon praise him all you shining stars praise him you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens what's the waters beyond the heavens oh, quit. this is such an interesting fun little conversation that is going to get lost in the midst of, time <laughs> okay, we, of a we, podcast that, that, that could be something else this goes back to Genesis 1 where he separates the waters above from the waters below with the dome of the sky the dome of the heavens so yeah. that's that's that ancient picture of the idea of but creation. even those waters yes. are to praise him yes everything yeah. I, uh, Casey, what do you think about when you think of angels? Hey, what, what, what do wings. they do? What, what, what do they look like? I think they're flapping their little wings with their little halos on their head. And they're <laughs> right. supposed Don't to be these little, 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 little harps. It's what they always portray in pictures and things yeah. nowadays. And that's automatically the first thing that comes to my mind. But the examples we get don't have that. They're just bright figures. But sometimes they're just human figures. I mean, the the guests that come to Abram, um, I mean, they just come in for dinner. Yeah, they're not this terrifying sort of thing. Book of Hebrews says that we could mistake them for just some random person. But then you got the heavenly hosts that appear to the shepherds, and they're all falling on the ground. Yeah, they're for, for pretty life. certain those are angels. <laughs> and then the bright shining man that yeah. the uh, women see at the tomb, you yeah. know, that's obviously an angel and then uh, you have Isaiah in the throne room of God where there's these fiery beings with six wings wings, uh, flying around and yeah I mean there's there's all these different descriptions and this isn't even speaking of the four living creatures in Ezekiel and Revelation uh, and then also in Ezekiel and Revelation you have the wheels that have eyes all over them that's going all over the place and like what are, are, are those scary weird things supposed to be praising God they as well? are ca- being called upon to praise Lord. in fact yeah. it is a command this is the this it's in the imperative here praise the Lord it is not 
if you'd like to. It is, it is a command. And this is part of the thing, I think, that comes out of doxology is we need that command. We need that instruction. But the unique thing is we're singing that is, is that we're put in the position of instructing creation, as we talked about in our last episode. And now we're instructing angels or those heavenly objects yeah. uh, to praise God. Um, that's a pretty audacious thing for us to do. Yeah. But again, theology leads to doxology. And as we get to know God, that's what we ser- we begin serving as priests. And priests should be pointing people and pointing literally all creation to the praise of God. And, But they're already doing that, right? Hopefully. Are there any that are not? Oh, yeah. Well, there's that third of the... As it says, the third of the stars were swept out by the. Uh, your, uh, I'm having to pull things out of my hat right now, and I don't have that exact quote. But when Satan falls, a third of the angels fall with him, and so yeah. we know they're not praising God, but they're being instructed to do so. Mm-hmm. They're just being disobedient. Yeah. How about that? It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's take this by degrees. All right, we can yeah. we can talk about angels a little bit more, but let's. Let's, since we move from praise him all creatures here below let's move to the, that heavenly host let's talk about the great because it, it does say in 148 there praise them sun and moon yeah uh, you know and all the stars and that sort of thing what's what's this about I'm interviewing you now okay well it, you take it back to our last conversation um, on creatures here below and you brought up trees mm-hmm. this seemingly inanimate object uh, sings mm-hmm. uh, and it does things it even dances you know you have like the sped up time lapse videos and such and you see how the trees dance in in praise of god and i think a a similar thing can be done with planets and the and the sun and all these space things (laughs) what's the word i'm looking for such technical language heavenly heavenly hosts well uh, bodies there we go uh and you know i'm i'm not up to speed on all my science of like the sun but the sun is doing what it's supposed to be doing god has told it to burn and it's burning the moon is reflecting the sun and that's what it's doing so it's interesting the context, the historical context of when this was written and, mm-hmm. and all that, the most religions were looking to the sun and the moon to praise them. But here we are here in the Psalms and the writer of the Psalm is saying, No, you don't you don't praise them because they're praising Yahweh. So your job is to praise Yahweh as well and let's command those things that other people are worshiping show how impotent those things are and that all of them are subservient to the one God and so when we say something like that there's still people who worship the moon sure. and, and the sun and stuff like that today more and more yeah. more and more even in you know America mm-hmm. we're not talking about across the world in some foreign jungle or something like that but even when we're saying this, we're saying everything is subservient to God. Everything works to be um, within God's good creation that you know is marred, but still God's good creation. And we don't worship those things. We all together are worshiping God Himself. Yeah. Um, 
So I don't know if that's what you're looking oh, for. Oh, that's that's, that's really that's, good. One of my guilty pleasures, I say guilty pleasures, I spend way too much time looking at such things, but the not only the pictures that are coming back from the uh, – the Webb telescope now, which yeah. is just dramatic of our universe. I mean, it's just amazing what's out there. But then also a lot of the depictions of, you know, talking about this cosmic dance that's there, uh, like how our solar system moves through uh, our galaxy and just, you know, we we see it kind of usually depicted on like this flat plate. With, flat plane, yeah. You know, but it's really this beautiful spiral dance that's going on and, you know, planets in retrograde. And, I mean, it's, and it's just a beautiful thing and it's, and it's choreographed, yep. um, you know, that it's not it's not just something that's random. It's something that is purposeful um, in its in its design. Uh, and that's uh, I follow several folks on social media who one in particular Sarah Salviander. She was she is an astrophysicist, but um, you know, she was an atheist. But the more she studied, the more she saw of the order in the universe she realized this is not random happenstance mm-hmm. there is or there is a design that's here and it led her ultimately to Christ and so she is one who is singing that doxology yeah you are praising and you should praise God uh, all you heavenly hosts all you created things yeah so when we when we're also saying this praise ye uh, above you heavenly hosts it's also, it goes hand in hand with uh, the Lord's Prayer. I think you know, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What's what's happening in heaven? Praise, praise, right. So, let us be able to match what's happening there. Yeah, another thought I have about this, and this goes back to my my space nerd junkie uh, kind of thing that I, I get involved with, but uh, there was a picture recently from the Mars rover that was taken and Earth was in the background, even as that motorcycle's in the background. Uh, but no, there was there was Earth that you could see, in the, and it was just a, a, a little point of light. And you think of you know, everything that we've ever known, uh, and all the history that we know, all of it has taken place there. But and that's where praise is being directed. But in a sense, I think part of what Psalm 148 is doing, what the doxology is reminding us, is that if it's just us, we, I mean, yes, we're instructed, but boy, we it sure would be good to have some others along because we're such a small piece of what God has created. So let's instruct everything else to praise God as well. Chime in, Casey. What do you think? Well, I have a note here. It says, The powerful like word of the Lord spoke the world into existence. The Hebrew word bara means create, and it is only used in reference to God. Mm-hmm. That in itself is very powerful. I mean, everything created was by God. We right. can't fathom that. Right. Absolutely. So and we got what, these planets. And what's their purpose? Yeah. To praise. Yeah. To, to bring glory to God. Yeah. So we've got those things, that created order. What about these angels? Are they... Eternal or they're created? Oh, yeah, they're created. They are created. That's yeah. good. Well, that was a trick question. No, <laughs> just testing our basic orthodoxy here. Uh, yeah, because there are folks that out there that think these are you know, co-eternal beings and that kind of thing. They, they're not. They are created. Um, you know, this is one of the places we take issue with our Mormon friends over the issue of, of who Jesus is. They think he's a created being. Mm-hmm. He's not. He is God. Uh, but all those created things are being instructed to praise and so we are instructing the angelic beings to praise 
I read Job 1 and 2 this morning mm. for my daily Bible reading, and it says that all the sons of God go to present themselves before the Lord. What, what's that about? Is that a big praise service, a big worship service that they go to, or what? what, what is this? I don't know. I, you know, I think culturally conditioned, you know, from a first century you know, position and, and the Eastern idea, you know, that's that's a acknowledgement of a sovereign uh, that's there. It's an acknowledgement that there is one that has a little more power than I do that I need to bow the knee to. Yeah, I think that's part of what's going on there. Well, and I bring that up because it's clear at least one of those there wasn't there to worship. Right. Whether or not any of the others were, there was at least one there that was not there to worship. There to accuse the Hasatan, yeah. the the Satan, and I, you know, I I think whether you want to call him a heavenly host or not, I don't know if that fits in the terminology. All spiritual beings sure. is kind of what I hear when I when I sing heavenly host and he would qualify as, as that that is an but, interesting perspective to think through that as we are and as we as humans are instructing the spiritual realities those heavenly beings that there are some who are hearing that and are disobeying yeah that's it you know obviously there are a lot of humans who are disobeying as well but paul says we're going to judge them yeah isn't that an amazing thought yeah you get to judge angels casey Never knew that, but that's, that's cool. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Paul, Paul says in First Corinthians 5. I think you're close. Yeah. It's, it's about the lawsuit that was happening right. in Corinth. And he was like, if you can't handle stuff between each other, how in the world are you going to be handle, handling judging angels, right? So, uh, yeah. And so that, that relationship, and, and I think in some sense, um, I don't know what sense, but in some sense, we we have that authority to tell them, yeah, praise praise him, yeah. Even though we we're not perfect at it either, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what to do with that. That's just an interesting thought. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an humbling thought, and I think it's in is it Psalm two that talks about that you've made us a little lower than the angels. Psalm eight, Psalm eight. There it is. I was close, um, but uh, you know. The fact that we are in this different relationship, but that the angels have longed to see what we see. Yeah. And that there is this unique and relationship. And it's not that we're exalted above the angels, but you know, we will sit in judgment over them. But it's just an amazing thing that, that God has invited us. You know, David looking at the stars and saying, What am what I that you know, you're mindful of me? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that God has invited us to do that. And again, here's this theology leads to doxology. That, man, when I consider that, and when I consider the fact that God has is, is made me his priest, I, you know, man, yeah, I want to praise him. And mm-hmm. I want everything else to praise him as well. Yeah. That's good. Well, we're, 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 we're getting close. pretty close That's to time. Right. Yeah, this I, is a, 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 an interesting subject. There's a whole lot of things we haven't even right. I, I'm, wandered I'm, off into. I'm wrestling with what to, what <laughs> rabbit trails to go down and which ones to not to. Um, I feel like I've already taken us down some weird ones. But, uh, yeah, what, what else are, are you thinking about this, John? The only thing that I'm thinking about is I, I wonder if we, as John, has that vision in Revelation 
or Isaiah where he sees you know the angels that are shouting holy 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 I wonder if we could get a if we ever caught us a, a, a whiff of that what it would do to our mm. worship yeah um, yeah I just I think of that sometimes you know I know sometimes my worship is half-hearted um, or forced um, don't ever want it to be contrived but you know I'm, I'm, sometimes it's rote I'm just doing it because I know this is what I need yeah. to do but man if I could just catch a, a glimpse of what's going on alright well here's a question for you Lay it on me. Um, I, Zechariah God inhabits the praise of his people yeah. um, inhabits he lives in tabernacles. Yeah, yeah he tabernacles. I bet it's the same word. I don't know. That. Yeah, I, I I would have to double check that. But it, could it be that you know? I also think of Elisha and his servant. Um, open his eyes. And Dothan. Yeah. So they open his his eyes are open. And then he sees this heavenly host all on the hillside, right, all over the place. Now I understand that was a a particular moment in scripture, but it always brings the question up to me like what am I not seeing yeah so you know I think of our worship services at Siloam okay just being very particular could it be possible that when God inhabits the praises of his people the powers and authorities in the heavenly places are among us oh yeah could that be possible I I absolutely believe that yeah and you know, I, I, we've talked a number of times ever since I encountered that, or it encountered me rather is a better way to say that in Ephesians, where it mm-hmm. talks about that we are, you know, bearing witness to the, the principalities and powers around us just by our gathering. That's stout stuff. We're not just showing up for church. And there's a whole lot more going on. And this whole being surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. What a beautiful picture that we, in our if you will, small worship service are part of something that is so much bigger than we would imagine. I love any of you that are listening to the podcast, if you ever have an opportunity to go to Beeson Divinity School and, and tour their chapel, one of the most beautiful things that they have is the dome that's that's above the pulpit area. It has this great cloud of witnesses painted mm-hmm. into it. And mm-hmm. it's just this reminder that as we're here, there's also this heavenly grandstand that's full that's participating right along with us in that moment yep that's uh, praise him all you heavenly hosts that's good uh, what a great moment yeah so what you want to add to that Casey I don't know just the image in my head right now is pretty cool just I'm glad I'm not stepping on their toes literally yeah but yeah. just trying to imagine what they would be doing during our worship service we yeah. see all of us worshiping because we can physically see each other, but seeing what they are doing would be, that'd be interesting. And one day we will. Yeah, no doubt. We will. Absolutely we will. That's a good. Great moment. Last thoughts. Heavenly host, that there's an army of God ready to praise him, sing his praise. Um, and he is, yeah, boy, there's just so much there. I, yeah. I just can't, I'm not going to even try to grapple with that right now, but, uh, you know, I'm spending time in Revelation, uh, teaching Sunday school, and, and pondering that coming host, and um, they stand 
as witnesses to judgment, but it elicits praise. It's yeah. an amazing thing. It's so good. Well, let's join the heavenly yeah. hosts. Let's command them, yeah. but also let's command ourselves along with them to praise God. Right. All right. Well, we have one more uh, episode in this series, and hopefully it won't take us <laughs> three months to get it out. Uh, but we, even if it does, we're going to be praising God in the midst of it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, we will talk with you all next time. Good.